0: If there's anyone who loves suffering go ahead and let me know now anybody that just absolutely you can jump up and scream at nobody okay well i guess that's all right father jeff on uh, the last evening before we began mass he says what are you preaching on and i said suffering he says of course you are (laughs) (laughs) he knows me too well i begin with suffering, but I hope to end with hope." And so that's where we are headed. But suffering is something that every one of us, in one way or another, from the moment of our birth, even before our mothers will certainly tell us of that, but uh, from the moment of our birth to the moment of our death, we experience suffering to some degree. The, The mere fact that we as human beings, as material creatures, uh, will experience hunger after a few hours of going without food is evidence of the reality of suffering. It starts there and just works its way out from there. Life means suffering to some degree or another. And uh, we can say a lot, I think, about suffering. In fact, my, one of my favorite uh, ancient, wise, spiritual gurus who often wears green... And no, I'm not talking about Father Oz. I'm talking about Yoda. Yoda says that fear leads, let me get this right, fear leads to anger, anger leads to hatred, and hatred leads to suffering. And suffering, in turn, leads, of course, to the dark side. And in many ways, I think that's where our culture takes suffering. We don't deal with it very well if at all we don't want to look at it we don't want to deal with it we'd rather just forget about it but as i've just uh, made known suffering is part of our lives and it's because i think we don't do very well with suffering that we don't do well with sacrifice either i think yoda stopped a little too soon suffering can lead to sacrifice Sacrifice can lead to sacrament, and sacrament leads us back to God. Yoda stopped a little too soon. We, all of us, have suffering in our lives, and we can, if we're able, turn that over, turn it into something greater than what it is. We don't do that very well, and and since we don't Uh, do sacrifice very well. I think that's evidence in the problems we have in our families, the difficulty in marriages, the fact that we have a shortage of priests is evidence of the reality that we don't do sacrifice very well. But I invite you to listen attentively to the rest of our liturgy. Sacrifice and suffering are all throughout the words of our Eucharistic prayer, of our liturgy itself. That's why we are here. Not for our own personal uh, pleasure or our own personal fulfillment, that may be important, but we were here to offer the sacrifice of Jesus Christ who first sacrificed for us. Sacrifice, suffering, all throughout. We have, as a culture, kicked. Virtues out the window. We've just chucked them out the window. Virtues like patience, prudence, justice, fortitude, faith, hope, love, charity. All of these are too complicated. Out. The virtue instead that we prefer is positivity. Positivity. And if positivity is a virtue, then that makes suffering a sin. How dare you? How dare you force your suffering upon me? How dare you take away my positivity, my joy of life and everything? Scripture tells us that there is a time to laugh and a time to cry, and I wonder if as a culture, we have decided collectively that we should be laughing all of the time and leave crying for behind closed doors. Perhaps instead, we should be laughing and crying and more equal measure that acknowledges the place of suffering in our lives. It doesn't hide it away. It doesn't try to bury it or disguise it, call it sin, shame it. It lets it be what it is, human, and in a very real way, beautiful. There is beauty in suffering, if we're able to look at it, if we're able to see it for what it truly is, I have for the past uh, well on on uh, Saturday I was on a bit of a anointing circus, uh, not the big tent, but the circuit. Um, four, I, I was called out to do uh, four different anointings. I would have preached about uh, suffering anyways, but it it added just the right human touch, I think. First, I was called early in the morning. Uh, Oh, by the way, all of these aren't parishioners. And so you can stop now and stop trying to figure out who it is. So let's just listen. First, a young woman, uh, uh, very much in pain, uh, suffering with addiction, uh, has for years and years felt pulled into that and is currently at that moment in her life where she might just be able, if she's willing, turn that suffering into sacrifice but she needs prayers and we need to pray for her the second an elderly man who's uh, if he hasn't already was transitioning to his next life so I was able to be there with his family to offer him the sacrament of anointing the sacrament of the Eucharist to assist him in that transition his suffering is leading his family and others to christ we pray for them while i was there a, a son invited me into his mother's room a delightful woman who isn't sure what is going on but she is suffering and she is leading others to christ including the the nurse technician who was there uh, to do some tests on her a very kind very Holy woman who just invites by her mere presence people to trust in Christ and finally the family uh, of of uh, an older gentleman who has suffered quite a bit in the last several months who has had his ups and downs the cancer seems to have returned once more and they're not quite too sure what they're going to do but we pray for them we pray for them all and in fact I ask each one of them to pray for the others that's what we do We take our suffering and we hope to open our hearts to the suffering of others through that. It reminds us of our humanness. It reminds us of our need for others, our need to pray for others, our need to count on others. Right now, or uh, in the past hour or the next hour, around this time, there are people throughout the state of Kentucky who will be turn, tuning in to Mass of the Air, a ministry that's actually uh, led by uh, Diga Mark, a ministry that allows people uh, who are, have access to a television in any number of situations to be able to at least be in the presence of mass to hear mass being said, and hopefully have someone bring them the Eucharist as well. And so, a couple weeks ago, I actually taped uh, with the assistance of the whole crew. It doesn't; it's not just uh, just me or anything. Uh, but with that assistance, I was able to offer mass for this fifth Sunday of Ordinary Time to those people, and it it occurred to me that there are many reasons why these individuals aren't here with us many have physical ailments that keep them physically from being here and they suffer because of that some have spiritual ailments that make them imagine that they aren't welcome here they suffer because of that some have mental ailments they are perhaps stuck in their homes or in some other institution that prevents them from coming here they just don't feel like they're safe leaving wherever it is that they're at or they just have some kind of situation that's preventing them they all suffer and i was able to look into that camera and hopefully look into their eyes as they sit at home or wherever they find themselves and tell them that they are loved this culture this society would quickly dismiss them say that they are a burden say their pain is not uh has no purpose that they almost have no purpose but to look in their eyes and say that you are loved that christ loves you and your suffering even if you don't understand it at this moment has a purpose it is bringing us together as the body of christ There are many people out there, hopefully, I pray, hearing that message this morning. And our readings for today are just full of suffering. If anyone needs spiritual guidance in their suffering, I often point them to the book of Job, uh, our first reading. Don't just start reading it and then stop. It won't do you any good. In fact, it's probably going to make it worse. You've got to get to the end of the story read job he helps us understand what is with suffering in our lives our reading from st. Paul he is speaking of how he suffers for the good of the good news to lead others to Christ to present without charge the gospel which he has freely received and which he freely gives he suffers for that and then finally we have our gospel a gospel in which Peter's mother-in-law Herself, A woman so close to Christ, if anyone could have said, Why is it that I am suffering? Don't you know? Couldn't you have stopped this? She is scared for her life. The fever has almost overtaken her, and Christ is invited into her life. Surely he knew, as the divine person that he was, that there was suffering going on. He could have just prevented it from the outside and yet she was allowed to suffer for a moment so that she could be introduced to christ and in fact we hear later on after christ uh, raises her uh, heals her and calls her to a new way of life he goes to pray and his apostles come to him they say everyone is looking for you isn't that really what it is everyone who suffers all of us in one way or another is looking for christ is looking for him who has the answer him who calls us to a new way of life and we as the body of christ are meant to be that person in their lives they are looking for christ and for better or for worse they have us not just me all of us in their lives to offer them Christ's presence to them there are many ways in which our society tries to even in a spiritual way answer the question of suffering and there are the top three hits my three favorites Uh, number one everything happens for a reason isn't that lovely (laughs) nothing like taking a huge problem and just eh, everything happens for a reason okay two Uh, God doesn't give you anything you can't handle. Well, isn't that nice? God's some kind of chess player or something. I don't even understand. And my personal favorite, the one I've heard most recently, uh, God gives his greatest battles to his bravest warriors. I didn't know God was such a, a battle general. Isn't that rousing? And all of them, for one way or another, have some hint of truth to them, but I think they are ultimately simple answers to a complicated question. Yeah, I was discussing this question with a, a group of seniors at Sacred Heart and one in the back raised her hand and she said, well, are you saying that everything doesn't happen for a reason? And I stopped and thought for a moment, and I said, well, actually, yes, I think it does. But it's not as simple as just saying it happens for a reason the reason is love love means vulnerability and vulnerability means suffering if we love we open our hearts to the capacity to hurt and the capacity to hurt will eventually lead us to hurting either we love or in the words of yoda we turn towards fear we turn away from one another everything i think does happen for a reason in a way none of us will ever fully understand but it calls us to love it calls us to recognize that each and every one of us suffers to a degree and it really doesn't help to compare suffering either by the way we all suffer and some of us suffer more than others but really it doesn't that never really helps i don't think some will say you know just get over it it's you're you're not one of those starving children in the middle of a, a developing country are you look at all the good things you have you're still suffering and your su- that suffering still has value let's not uh demote it too quickly so we are called as the people of god to like him by the way i will never see a crucifix with the smiling jesus on it it's a simple truth but i think it tells us a lot he suffered for us he came much farther than we ever will to suffer for us to sacrifice for us to call us to sacrament you as the lay faithful have the opportunity at every mass We as the clergy have a mass intention. Someone has asked us to pray for them. You are invited to pray for them as well, but you can have your own mass intention for yourselves. So I want you in the next few moments to bring to mind someone who's suffering. Prayer connects us, prayer binds us together. Hold that person in your heart. If it's you, that's fine. If you're the person who's suffering the most in your life right now pray for yourself but bring someone to mind so that we can be connected one to another so that we won't forget that suffering indeed does have a purpose it calls us to love